Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Digital Mittelstand. My name is Jan and I am the founder of 360 Digital Transformation, where we help small and medium businesses, so Mittelstand, to optimize, digitalize and automate their business processes. Today, I have Daniel Sinner with me. He is such a diverse personality. He is an international HR and communication consultant. Danny, he's an HHL alumnus. He's an entrepreneur. He is the founder of Sinner Global Mobility. He's co-founder in HR Global. And he is the co-host of Berliner Sinner podcast with Olaf Mehlhäuser. And he's a lecturer in various universities across Europe. Without any further ado. Hello, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Chan. Thanks for having me. It's nice being pleasure. with you. <laughs> yeah, it's my pleasure to have you here. So can you please introduce yourself? Yes. So my name is Daniel Zinner. I live in Berlin since 2013. I have grown up in the professional global mobility world, which means expatriate management or dealing with people moving from one country to another. So this led to two companies I'm, I'm currently running. One is an international HR management consultancy. So I'm looking at international human resources transformation, which covers technology, culture, and processes. And transformation, like the, the keyword uh, uh, transformation, requires um, usually change management and communication. And this is something I, which is also very close to my heart. So this is why I founded um, Keats Digital, which is um, a digital communication agency. So we consult companies on how, for example, to enter the German market, hitting the right words, the right tone, the right texts. So that's what I do. And as a, <laughs> for, for living, uh, I would say. Um, and besides that, I'm, I'm very much interested in communication with different types of people. So I'm, I'm also, a, also a podcast host like you. Um, I run it together with Olaf. Um, so that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm also in, in the world of digitization and uh, startup environment. I mean, you're, you're more running in, in the Mittelstand um, area. Um, I'm, I'm also focused because I'm in Berlin, I'm also focused on the on the on the startup world, and I'm um, yeah the the co-founder and COO of Noah Mobility, which is a which is a relocation company in the area of HR and legal tech. Yeah, that's what I do in a nutshell. And yeah, and I, I'm I'm a father of three kids, and I live with my wife and uh, and my kids here in Berlin, Charlottenburg. <laughs> that's to me. That's that's great. Thank you for the introduction, and I also said. Uh, that before in my introduction that you are such a diverse and skilled person and yeah thanks thank you actually for this uh, diverse skill set and bringing that to uh, the digital Mittelstand but uh, I want to start with uh, the digitalization and Mittelstand and as an HR expert you said something very important actually digitalization is a change and transformation which starts with people. So how do you see the digital transformation? That's my first question. A bit generic, but then I narrow it down. No worries. So you mean the digital transformation in the, in the broader area of Mittelstand in Germany? That could be a great example as well. Yeah. But <laughs> also for the startups, uh, for, from your experience. So mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it's about yeah. your experience. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, in my, in my head, 
hat, I have three different types of, of industries or companies. So number one, the ones I'm dealing with most is, is really startups. I don't think they have that many problems in digitizing whatever process in their company. It's just because they, they, they are able to build something from scratch. And what you usually do is um, you, you automate and you digitize as much as you can. Besides, it's usually tech startups. So, I mean, they're very close to tech. Um, and, and that also brings me to the second point, the whole change concept and, and transformation requirement. Um, in startups, you don't really see it. It's because the mindset of the people is, is the one which is required to build and run such such type of a company. I'm sometimes surprised uh, about the chaos uh, going on in, in startups, <laughs> you know, I, but I, it's understandable. So you get the funding and then there's the investor expectation um, in, in fast growth. And um, yeah, you, it is really a matter of ramping up the project teams and, and getting the people into the company. And besides really uh, having a structured approach on, on, on getting the tools and systems in place. So that's, that's about the startups. When it comes to bigger corporates, it's, um, yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that, that, that's really tricky. I think in terms of digitization, they are already progressed. I mean, it's they they have they have to have systems and technology just to make it efficient, and uh, and and to be able to run a big empire over the world. Um, but here, I think it's two components which make it tricky. Um, number one, it's the people mindset and the experience and how ready they are for further digitization and uh, the knowledge they have and the experience. Because that's also something in Germany which is really tricky. Sometimes you have people they. They only worked for one company their entire life. And you know, the world has changed massively over the last 10 years alone. <laughs> so how do you, how do you bring these people? Um, last two um, years. Up, up to, <laughs> we have, uh, uh, two years, yeah, two years and then the financial crisis in 2000. So I, I'm the older generation. So I still know the financial crisis in 2008. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, also the, the, when the whole digitization started uh, kind of in the, in the early 20s um, or 20, 2000s uh, that's what mm. i mean um so yeah it, it's it's many things have happened so i think um bigger corporates they have tools and systems um focus there is um in the transformation process uh, people the mindset and also the connectivity of systems they usually have found island solutions digital solutions for the different functions and businesses and this makes it really complex and this is comparable to the to the startups it's chaos so and, and i i think that's that's where you have to get in and usually it's big and long lasting uh, projects to to get the company really to make it a real shift when it comes to the mittelstand it's it's really i think it's again it's a mix of of both i think the mittelstand um they do have solutions. It's usually based on Microsoft. So it's Excel and Word and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, different tools, uh, which they call tools, which are not tools. Um, it's just a, a support, but they can cope with it. And, uh, but if, if, they, if they either grow or they expand in, internationally, then these tools, they don't work. And, um, but I, I think the Mittelstand is, is has a very practical thinking. They know the problem, but they don't want to invest too much because, you know, especially the Germans, I think they, they keep the money together and they think about 
what could be the way and uh, what's the plan <laughs> and how can we keep as many systems as possible and integrate them, connect them and make them work. And I think this is, this could be a problem. This is like going back to the German engineering. Um, you, you have all these options and solutions ready or, or already operating in your, in your, in, in your company. And you, you don't fear the change, but you're hesitant to get rid of all that and implement something from scratch on the green field because you think it's a waste of money. <laughs> like the, that's the, the, the Mittelstand denker or thinking. Um, so again, I think the Mittelstand, um, if you convince them and if, if you can really show the case that digitization brings value, they listen to you, they will invest, but they want they want this thing to be implemented in three months or in six months and not two years. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's also very honorable of, of the Mittelstand in, I'm generally speaking, okay? I think these guys, they take very much care of their employees. So um, there's always a change process um, connected to it um, to take the employees with you in this project and to keep them. I think the hire and fire mentality, like in the US, for example, is not here. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So you keep your talent, you keep your people, and you know, man, this guy has been working for us for uh, three years or, or, or 30 years. Um, and maybe he's not up to speed with what's required. But let's not fire this person, even though it's not possible, really, because you usually have the um, the workers' council, but no, let's educate this person, let's yeah. communicate with this person or this group of people and bring them with us to the next level. So I think that's in a lengthy monologue, <laughs> my, my view on digitization of the three different types of companies we see in Germany. I, I didn't want to interrupt because you started with the startups, then go to corporates, and then in the middle, or in the middle, so you talked about Mittelstand, the structure was so good that I didn't want to interrupt. And that brings us to a very good start of the conversation about digitalization and Mittelstand. But before I jump into that, you said, I think something very valuable about, you said, uh, they don't hire and fire, they keep their employees, which they in turn, they benefit from that. I recently read an article about Mittelstand companies actually were growing in the time of crisis, even in the corona crisis, because they keep their employees and they try to produce more instead of like Lufthansa uh, getting rid of 10,000 people as if it's a number. So I'm not here to go into this comparison, but it's a very valid point because they value and educate their employees, Mittelstand were able to grow in the time of crisis. And actually, majority of the Mittelstand is family in Unternehmer. So uh, that feels like also a family. But HR processes, they are not very different for startups. They are not very different for corporates. They are not very different for Mittelstand. They are basically, you know, onboarding, searching for talent. So uh, can you give us some digitalization of HR processes in general? Because I think that's applicable almost uh, companies from all sizes, because you are an uh, HR expert. And here I would, uh, I would, I have a different opinion. An HR process is, is one part um, of, of the whole HR organization or the added value in uh, people and culture slash HR department should bring to the organization. So again, if, if we talk about um, 
startups, for example, the mindset of, of these employees is usually totally different um, to the mindset of employees working for a family company in the Mittelstand. So one trend, uh, I mean, it's, it's a logic trend, trend um, in HR is, of course, digitization of processes, employee experience, self-service, this kind of stuff. Now, the experience I make, if you go to the Mittelstand and you talk about um, self-service, it's, it's harder to, to implement. Why? Employees, they got used to the treatment of their leadership and they got used to the, of the power of the workers' council. And in these companies, it's usually seen that it's HR admin who runs like the core processes, like paying the, the salary and getting the people in and fire the people. Um, but when it comes to I'm as an employee, I have to give back or I, I have to do a certain process on my own, like downloading the payslip. <laughs> this is where it sometimes starts, where it's getting tricky. Tri tricky, yeah. of course. But sorry, but my question is purely about the processes. But so the processes are right, and you gave a great example, right? Downloading the payslip. So this is a great digitalization example. Yeah, but you cannot you you cannot imagine there are still companies out there in Germany. They have a paper uh, payslip, and it's a big deal to change from paper to digital version because the employees don't want it or the workers council don't want it and this is what you need to overcome so again it's about the mindset and the thinking and also the culture you have in your company so i think we all agree um, you have processes they have to be digitized as as much as possible um, but but especially in the in the area when it comes to people and people make it, it People are the main asset of a company and, and whatever thinking your employees have or whatever treatment they have received in the past, you cannot change it. You can, you, you can change it, but you cannot change it like a process. So mm -hmm. digit, digitizing the payslip process is, is a matter of, I don't know, if, if you want, it's a matter of one day because you just select a new provider and you run it from the next day onwards. If you take the bigger picture, not just the process, but who should the process serve? The process should serve the people. These people, maybe they don't, they, they, they still want they, they still want their paper payslip. Maybe they don't, they, they, they still want they, they still want their paper payslip because they got used to it. They want the envelope with the thing, they want to open it and they want to see the figure. So and, and how can how do you want to change that if the majority of the people don't want it? It's 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 just what I mean is um, when it comes to people-related processes. You need to take time and you, you, you need to communicate and you need to engage and you need to get the buy-in. So the pure process implementation, easy, you can do it. But talking to the people and, and getting their buy-in, that's the main challenge. <laughs> um, and I think, I think especially in the Mittelstand. So yep. That's a great, great point. And I would like to elaborate on that. Let's assume that I am a Mittelstand manager that I want to digitalize my payslip and I already have the uh, provider or at least something in my mind. But how should I start the change in my people as an HR and communication expert? Uh, how should I trigger this change? Yeah, I mean, first of all, you, I mean, as a consultant, um, what I usually do is you need to come up with a business case uh, for senior management, for the leadership. Uh, you need to explain to them um, why it's good to digitize. Sometimes you need to explain it to them. But yeah, I mean, 
I think everyone knows digitization is good. It's efficient. It saves money. That's what senior management usually knows. Um, but then you, you have to also consider in the options you provide, um, what kind of impact will this change have on the process, on money, on risk, and on people? And when you talk about the people section, this is where it's getting complex. This is where you really need to work with the HR department and you need to get a feeling on how is the culture, what is the readiness, what is the level of understanding, what is the mindset of our people. And that's usually, you get it usually with uh, like, you know, the surveys uh, or, or also depending on, on yeah, what your communication is, like the standard is uh, in, in your company, you have a feeling for that. And um, yeah, once you have mapped all that, um, you have to develop a plan. And if, if, if your analysis shows they are not ready, the people, because um, they got pampered over the last 50 years with a paper payslip, then you need to start a campaign and uh, you need to start a project. You, you need to tease them. You need, to, you, you need to talk to the people and, and prepare them for a change. And you need, to, you need to, kind of in workshops, for example, you need to make them believe or think that whatever you came up with is their idea and it's great. And yes, the, the PDF version, which I get via email, um, is, is much better than getting the, the, the envelope. And that's just another thing. Not everyone has an email account. <laughs> so you cannot provide the PDF um, um, via email or not everyone has a computer. So if I, uh, if I look at the, at the production sites, these people have no computer. Maybe they don't have an email account. So how do you want, how do you want to provide the PDF um, and payslip? So it's, it's, it's questions like that, which you need to consider and where with a big process of digitization, you need to be ready to have a site process in place on an, on an exception. So easy like that. But very valuable insights. Thank you. And <laughs> with, with, the, with the teasing part, actually, it could be a good initiation point to convince uh, all of the stakeholders, in this case, employees, shop floor workers to involve exactly. Uh, and yep. take part in the process is great very valuable insights <laughs> uh, but right now i would slice like to slightly go into direction of uh, one of your uh, expertise uh, that is international talent so mm -hmm. uh, do, do you think should Mitterstand start looking at international talent options it's a rhetorical question but <laughs> yeah I, I think i think it's not a question whether this is an option I think for many companies, it's just a necessity. I mean, looking at Germany, um, we have this demographic change. Uh, we have an, uh, an, a population which is getting older and older, um, which is, yeah, which means either they are not able to work anymore um, or they don't have the skills um, required uh, for, for nowadays mm -hmm. business operations. So I think this is, this is one step, or one area where companies, they have no other option. They have to look somewhere else um, and, and get the talent on board. And secondly, I think, um, and that's more strategic HR consulting, um, I'm, I'm a big supporter of diversity, international diversity in this regard. I mean, there's 
different layers of diversity, age diversity, gender diversity, all this diversity, but especially the international diversity, I think can really help corporates or, or companies to increase their creativity and also then generate more ideas and, um, um, and innovation, becoming more innovative. Uh, of course, you have all these, these like when you, when you get international talent on board from wherever in this world, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter, um, chances are very high that you get a very totally different perspective on, on problems or on requirements and merging these different perspectives uh, from, like, from a German point of view, but also maybe a Turkish point of view or the, the like, countries in Africa or the US um, with different cultural backgrounds and different mindsets. I think this really helps. This, 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 so so two, two points, yes, for the German companies. Number one, um, in order to fight the talent shortage, you need to look beyond border, borders. And um, in general, strategically speaking, um, diversification of your workforce internationally will increase and it's 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 proven by studies it will increase um, productivity creativity idea production innovation okay let's assume that again i am a mittelstand manager and i'm okay convinced about international talent should i be spending my time on linkedin uh, giving advertisements or should i go to no consulting Uh, Keats Digital, for example, yeah, that's one of my companies. It's it's, it's uh, communication. Yes, I mean it's like going on LinkedIn is is one is one option, um, but I think it it really requires a, like a more strategic approach. So what's what's the communication strategy um, of the company? What's the what's the branding um, of the company? How do how do you want to be seen? Uh, where do you want to be seen? Um, what are the values you're representing? You need to put yourself into the shoes of potential applicants, where they find you on social media, for example, which channel they're hanging around, um, what values they, they would like to, like they, they could connect with, um, which type of industry or company they want to work for. Um, so th these are all influencing fact factors. You as a leader or, or manager in your company, you need to consider, you, you need to make a plan, you need to develop a strategy. So first step is, yes, I'm, I'm ready to tap on the global market um, uh, for talent sourcing, good. Um, number two is, okay, who am I as employer? What, mm -hmm. what, what, what is my key proposition? what are my USPs? And then I need to think about, okay, what are people outside of Germany who don't know my company necessarily? Um, first of all, how do they find me? And secondly, will they like what we do and would they therefore connect with us? So that, that's what you need to sort out. And then you go into the more operational piece. Um, once, you, once you found out um, um, where you can source or who you would, would like to source, You, you go on the different crawlers, <laughs> for example, the different platforms where these talents are registered or where, where, where they are most likely to engage with you. That would be my suggestion for the beginning. But Make it, sense? Yes, <laughs> and it gives a, a clear direction to which steps I should follow, not instead of starting uh, from the end and giving advertisements before exactly. that you should be doing a and then b and then 
go with these steps or higher uh, yeah maybe maybe one example john um that was this company um mittelstand they heard about indeed uh, which is which is this platform for mm -hmm. talents and um, indeed is pretty big uh, <laughs> and they 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 charge quite a lot for like a monthly fee to to mm -hmm. put out your uh, job posts and job advertisements and yeah this money was spent it, it ran like six months and no single no single person <laughs> was taken on to the company via this channel why um there was no clear positioning of the company in, in first instance also not what are our values what do we stand for who are we what's our culture why should people actually like to work for us so people don't go for the job advertisement looking for software engineer no i mean it's, it's like millions of companies looking for that it's it's more yeah we are the coolest company we offer like green space for the family uh, just move here to germany in the middle of nowhere because it's it's perfect for your family i think that's yeah. these are just a couple of examples um which you need to think about like like strategically and 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 this is what you need to invest your money in first to make the money you spend on operations valuable yeah that's a great tip actually i was about to ask my last question what's your top suggestion for mittelstand owners or managers to apply right away but just before that you gave a great suggestion however <laughs> i still want one more suggestion from you yeah i think what i especially like about the mittelstand is um this this permanent drive of action and and get this stuff done and and don't just talk about it that's good i think it's good because so it's not like in corporates you you create big projects and then it takes three years and the outcome is kind of sometimes zero because the leadership has changed in the meantime um but <laughs> but but for the for the for the mittelstand i think the suggestion i would give is especially in germany really that this is really what's bugging me for the last 10 years do listen to to consultants consultants they don't always want to rip you off and uh, they i mean that, that's the experience uh, the german mittelstand made i think in the past it's it's as you said at the beginning there are these strategy consultants coming in and they tell you about the, the perfect world in six months and then they they leave the the, the, the 500 page uh, analysis and then concept paper and then no one can read it it's in english and, then, and, say <laughs> and say goodbye and then okay yeah next one and you spend fifty thousand euros on that so that's that's not i understand that that's not cool um but i think the the whole consulting world has changed uh, in germany over the last years we have so many bright talents uh, calling themselves consultant and they have digital skills and they have business case creation skills and they have the the wish to accompany a company um, in a longer process and not just sell the high priced strategy consultancy so i think Please listen to consultants. I mean, select carefully, um, um, ask around, yeah, um, who's good in a certain area and who has proven to be able to come up with a strategy, but also manage the implementation. So that's very important in a certain period of time. So that, that would be my advice. And I, I think if you get external support for a certain period of time in your company at a higher cost as an employee, 
fully understandable. Um, but th this is how you will move into the more agile approach, um, getting things done step by step continuously, and you will see results, definitely, uh, which you will not see with if you use only your own stuff, which is with you for 10, 20 years, which is okay. It's stability, but it doesn't mean change, <laughs> which is required right now. So that would be my advice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your suggestion, Daniel. And yeah, for last two years, I would say, even last year by itself showed us how change can rapidly and drastically affect our daily business life. But thank you so much. Thank you for your insights, very valuable yeah. suggestions and uh, tips. But before we close, how people can find you? Uh, I mean, um, number one, uh, my website, zinner.io. From there, you can you will be guided um, in, in my world of consulting <laughs> or on LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is my main communica communication tool, I would say. And Xing for the Germans, um, I'm I'm still there, um, but I'm I'm passively active there. <laughs> I would say I'm 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 the LinkedIn communicator and on my website zinner.io. Yes. Okay, I will put all the links in the description as well. But thank you, Daniel. Thank you again for this great talk. As usual, I enjoyed it so much and I learned from you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me, John. See you next time. Ciao. Bye. I release one episode every Tuesday at 7.45 a.m. and also other videos for digital transformation. If you like the content, please subscribe and you can reach me out anytime by my email. Here it is. And thank you for visiting my channel.